What's going on, gang? Welcome to the brand new Tuesday episode of the Love First Show. How the fuck are you? It's 1.34 in the morning on a Tuesday, and we're getting it done. We're fucking getting it done. And you know what? From now on, I'm going to start recording these earlier. And you know why? Because I finally got the video working, right? I rearranged my fucking room. I got stuff moved around. Go on YouTube. Go on fucking YouTube. Type in the Lev First Show. I implore you. I encourage you. That's right. I didn't go to college. I didn't need it. Look at the words coming out of my mouth. I urge you. Go to YouTube. Type in the Lev First Show. Hit the subscribe button. You can watch me be tipsy on camera right now. Okay? I'll be honest with you. I've had a couple of drinks. All right? I threw a fucking housewarming party this weekend. And, uh, you know, part of the fun of that is clearing out the fridge once everybody's gone. And, you know, I've definitely had a couple of Trulies. I got a Coors Light right now. There's one fucking solo bandito Coors Light. Crack that fat boy. And, you know, I thought that they, with the Coors Light, they, they have, like, mountains on them. They're supposed to turn blue when they're ready to drink. I thought that was their big, like, you know, claim to fame on the can. But I think that's done because all I have are uh, these shitty gray mounds. That's kind of a bummer. I thought that was a cool thing. They probably found out it like kills you. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? You know. Long story short, join the fucking YouTube people. I've been I've been drinking. It's gonna be a tipsy episode. You know. Went upstairs, smoked a little cigar to reward myself for going to the fucking gym. I'm loving it. I'm feeling good. You know. But just wanted to say really quickly. Um, if you're enjoying the episode at any goddamn point, if at any point you go, oh, that was funny, or holy shit, that was problematic, just take a fucking screenshot, post it on your Insta story, and tag your boy. Go, guys, Say something sweet, like, you guys, you guys, you have to check out this podcast. It's, like, really freaking funny, and it's, like, really freaking crazy. He says some, like, really nutty stuff, you know? And tag your boy. Post it on a fucking Instagram story. Uh, grab a hoodie online. Grab a fucking t-shirt. Support the show. And the most important thing, join the fucking Patreon. You know, aside from telling people about the show, join the Patreon. It's 5 10 or 25 bucks a month. 5 bucks a month is a cup of a goddamn cup of coffee now. Not even. My fucking daily coffee is like six goddamn dollars. Because I haven't figured out a coffee maker solution. Somebody recommended something, but... Somebody sent me a... I asked for coffee maker suggestions. Somebody sent me a fucking spaceship. I mean, this, it was like a $400, the thing had a steering wheel on it. Like, yeah, I'm trying to fucking make, make one cup of coffee in the morning, okay? Maybe add some ice to it. I'm not trying to fucking, you know, hack the nuclear codes here. I don't know what, I don't know what, when did coffee makers be, like become weapons? You know what I mean? All the technology they're putting in this shit now. It'll make you coffee and tea at the same time because your life is empty. Oh, good. Pay $500 for that. It's all a fucking big distraction. That, you know, that, that coffee maker was made by the fucking Democratic Party. <laughs> I would love it if I became like just an insane conspiracy theorist. But anyways, join the fucking YouTube, support the show, do something to support the show. You know, the show is, uh, these episodes are free. So show some fucking love. And uh, thank you for being here. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to unpack. We got that's a big therapy term. Every 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 person I know now loves throwing that. Let's unpack this. Let's give that. Right now it's packed. I think it's time we unpack. Right. That's how people try to show off that they've been to therapy. And look, I'm all for it. I'm all for therapy. Go do it. Go work on yourself. It's like the gym for your brain. You know. I almost, you know, I almost went to a, a therapist myself, but I didn't just because he was booked up. I was literally like, hey, man, I can come these days. And he goes, oh, I can't do that. And I just go, okay, well, I guess I'll figure this one out myself. And I don't think that works for most people. I think I got lucky. But you can also Google a lot of this shit online, too, you know, and luckily my stuff wasn't that fucking serious, but a lot of good info on the Internet. 
But yeah, if you need therapy, go to fucking therapy. But I just love the, you know, like these like rich white chicks now are like, I can we unpack this? Let's unpack. You know? You look like a box right now. You're all packed up. You got a little ribbon and a bow. It's time to unpack it. <laughs> no, just fucking we get it, you know? Your mom paid for therapy. We fucking get it. But uh yeah, a lot going on. Um if we got a bunch of emails, a bunch of Instagram questions, so it's gonna be a fucking good show. If you have any emails, uh any advice, any topics, send it into the show. The it's what is it? The love first show at gmail.com. That's the email. I get all of them. If you're a part of the Patreon, you can send it in directly to me there on the messenger. Um, you can leave a comment on the episodes for topics. You can do whatever you want, you know. You're paying for that privilege. But yeah, I've been fucking I got a haircut, obviously. You could tell if you're watching the vid, you know. I went to a barbershop across the street, sat down in the chair. He started cutting my hair, and he got real comfortable with the jokes real quick, you know. I mean, we were about four minutes into this haircut before I heard some fucking, heard some of this guy's ideas. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's making, like, racial jokes. He's fucking really putting it out there i'm like dude you don't even know who i am you're just like you you know he's making like pussy jokes and shit like this guy's fucking crazy i love that's what one thing barbershops are like the last place it's like not even comedy clubs anymore comedy clubs are good for like safe talk in terms of just like you can say whatever the fuck you want and and the audience is like the judge is it funny or not and if it's not you move on uh or you start sweating and you bomb real fucking hard um but the barbershop that's where people say some wild shit you know what I mean? I wonder if like a hair salon is the same thing. If just like in the hair salon, just like women are just fucking letting it fly, you know, just saying all this crazy shit. Yeah, I can hardly see his dick, Cheryl. I can hardly see it. Seriously. Oh, my God. It tasted like old ham. Disgusting. I know. Tell your husband to wash his dick. Um, <laughs> no, but this guy was just like, like letting it fly. You know what I mean? I was like shocked. He was like, yeah, no, those girls are all whores. I was like, holy fuck, dude. You know? <laughs> and here's the thing. You're getting your hair cut by this person. You can't just get up and leave even if you're upset. You know what I mean? I, I think there's like very few scenarios that what a barber could say to me while cutting my hair that would get me to stop the haircut. I mean, if the barber was cutting my hair and he was like, I had sex with your wife, I'd be like, finish this up so we fucking buzz down the sides because we got to talk about that shit i don't want to say anything until the fucking let me see the back back looks good now can you taper that all right listen what the fuck you know you're trapped there where are you gonna fucking go you're sitting in that chair you're not done until he says you're done what are you gonna do you're gonna leave with a fucking half a haircut you know what i mean you go to the next barber shop you're like oh you got your haircut by maury did you Oof, yeah. Really lets that that F word fly. You know? No, there's like, it's kind of funny. It's like the same thing with like a roommate. Like, uh, your roommates can kind of do anything they want. Because, you know, if you have a roommate. Because it's like, you still need them to pay the fucking rent. You know what I mean? Especially like now. Like, I I feel like more than ever, people are like, yeah, you you can stay. I know we've been arguing, but, you know. You might as well stay. You need like if if I found if I lived in a two bedroom and I found out my roommate murdered somebody and he's been collecting feet and putting them in the fucking in his closet. I would wait until the lease was up, I think, to bring that up. I'd be like, oh man. Yeah, I really need this guy here. You know? And by the time the lease is coming up, look, I'm gonna be like, look, I need you to you to get you and all those feet out of here. No, but even still, I'd probably be like, Are you gonna renew? Are you gonna renew? You don't want to move. Come on. It's a fucking look at this. We got sunlight in here. You know what I mean? Like, it's funny that like people like basically if somebody has a position of leverage over you, they can kind of do whatever they want. Like if you're a fucking bar, if I was a barber, that's exactly what I would do. I would just like be all polite and I say, hey, how you doing? Come on in. You know, sit down, relax. Then as soon as I fucking get into that haircut, like at the point of no return, once I like shave aside, let me tell you something about the Jews. Okay. Just fucking lean in. <laughs> Just say whatever you want. That would be such a funny way to fuck with people. 
I think it'd be even funnier too if it's like a hair salon with women because I feel like those cuts take longer. You know, by the time you're waiting for like your highlights, all that shit, you're just sitting in the fucking in that big dome thing. It's like coloring your head, and you're just like, and she's like, no. Nah. And another thing, you know, this this COVID virus, this this invisible China virus. Let me tell you, it would just be such a funny way to fuck with people. I'm surprised some show hasn't done that as like a prank thing, but who knows? Maybe maybe somebody has. Um, everything's been fucking done, you know. But yeah, got my hair cut. It was time. You know, once a year, I feel that impulse. If you're on the YouTube, tell me what you think. Do you like the fucking haircut? Drop a comment. If you're listening to this ad-free on the Patreon, where we put the fucking episodes with no ads, drop a comment. Do you like the haircut? Do you not? You know, if your barber was being fucking a wild boy, if if your hairstylist was being a wild girl, you know, or, you know, or gay guy, either or, um, and they were saying some crazy ass shit, would you get up and leave in the middle of a cut, or would you stay and just kind of be like, all right, lesson learned, can't get my hair cut in this neighborhood, what would you do, you know, I think you got to stay and just take it, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I got my fucking hair cut, went to the gym, been working out, I've been posting on Instagram my like workout routines in case you're looking looking to lift some shit. Um, I noticed I went to the gym today and it's very interesting. All the women in my gym and I love my gym. I love it. But all the women there, I don't know if I'm crazy or if they really like want to look as sexy as possible when they're working out. I didn't, I did not notice this at like most gyms, you know? I go to like a nice, like bougie gym now. I can't afford it. So join the Patreon. And uh, man, it's like there's like a, a uniform for the gals there. There's like, there's two types of women in my gym. There's like a 60 year old woman, you know, just, she just, she's just in a big ass shirt and she's got those little pink hand weights. They're like a pound and a half each. She's struggling to lift those, you know? And you give them that kind of like encouraging, like, yeah, good for you. You're, you know, you're getting it. Give them that kind of nod, you know what I mean? And it, but at the same time, you're like, God, you're you're fucking sixty. You're going to the gym? Are you crazy? Are you nuts? You're touching all this shit. I have COVID, lady. You're touching all the shit. I was just I was just lifting those one pound bells, you know. Or the other type of woman in my gym is wearing the tightest, most colorful leggings of all time. They're like either like fucking hot pink, red. Or like a, some kind of green, they're like neon, you know, just under neon. You can make out veins on their ass. Like you can make out leg hairs in these fucking things. You know what I mean? They're so tight. And then they're wearing like not even a crop top. Like even a sports bra would be generous, honestly, calling it a sports bra. It's like, a, it's like they're wearing a bandana tied around their tits and it's just pushing everything up. And they're, they're like just fucking, they're practically topless, just lifting, you know, doing their shit. All of them know how to work out better than me. They all know these fucking crazy ass lifts and stuff, you know? But, and I, I listen, do your thing. I don't fucking care. You know, you know dress how you want to dress. I don't give a shit. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm just curious. The chicks who go and work out like that, like, A, do you know all of us dudes are just kind of staring you know, all of a sudden my 45-minute Pilates workout turned into a three-hour fucking thing. I'm just going to go lift whatever. Yeah. What's she doing now? Treadmill? I need to get on the treadmill. I'll get on the fuck. I'll go get on a treadmill. What's the big deal? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can you imagine just you follow somebody around the fucking gym? How creepy that would be? I actually, like, I'm so hyper, like, worried of, like, you know what I mean? Like I'll like I just I don't I don't ever want to make women feel like creeped out or anything like that. So if they like if if they're going to another like I feel weird if I accidentally follow someone to another part of the gym. You know, like if we're both like lifting dumbbells or something and we're next to each other and then she goes to do cardio and then I'm going to go do cardio or she's like going to, I I don't like I get all this like hyper paranoid like does she think I'm following or fuck? Am I do I look, you know? I'm like too uh too in my head and like crazy about all that kind of social shit, but I just wonder if you are one of these gals that works out like that. Like, is it just for you? Or are you just like, oh, I want to look super fucking hot? 
You know, I want to look as good as I can in the gym. I'm working on my body. I want to see my body. Fuck it. I want to see if my nipple got stronger. Pull out the, you know what I mean? Is that your attitude or is it just like, or are you like, no, I want some dude. I want to feel hot. I want to feel checked out. I want some dudes to be creeping. Like, what's the vibe? Because I mean, when I'm at the gym as a dude, you know, I want, I want people to think I'm hot. I want women to think I'm attractive. I want, you know what I mean? I want any, any dude, straight guy, gay guy, you know? women you want everybody to think you're attractive you want it to you want to feel like you fucking made some progress in there you know so i wonder if it's this if it's like the same uh, but i remember i asked one time on instagram i was like like ladies who have big melons <laughs> such a, i'm such a stupid person but you know no like chicks like because when i would like go biking all the time you'd be on the bike trail and like runners would be on the side of you and i'd always notice like chicks with like huge tits like jogging and like with bras that like aren't you know helping and i always just wonder like do some chicks want to jog and look hot at the same time or do they not and so i asked instagram and it was very half and half half of the people were like i want to look good for me also for the for people that see me i want to look hot and the other people were like no when i'm jogging or exercising i just want to be completely in my zone you know and i I actually don't want people to look at me which uh it's interesting i know a girl who has like gigantic like just incredible tits a girl i've dated but she's like so conservative so she like hates that she has these like giant tits it's it's a it's a fuck it's sad you know it's fucking sad because you're like these things are these are amazing these are fucking incredible and you're not even enjoying them you know what i mean but that's life it's like people who are like blessed with something or like have the like a like a added genetic thing or so a lot of times i feel like they're not even fucking enjoying it you know what i mean um, I also just noticed the fucking text isn't overlaid. I, I love that I'm, I'm trying to make like deep points about tits. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, there we go. But yeah, I think that's really, that's, but that's the kind of the curse of men is we're, and like how many people, for one, how many people go to the gym and just like a part of going to the gym for you is you just love checking people out. I think for me, that's like 10, 20% of it. You know what I mean? It's just fun. I don't ever bother people. I don't ever fucking come up and say anything. You know, it's just nice. It's just nice to look at attractive people. Um, but yeah, I forgot my fucking point. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm never the type to go fucking approach. But it's it's fun. The little like you make eyes. You know, you don't go say anything, but you're looking at each other a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, she's looking at me. Boom. You got the 400 mirrors around you. In every fucking gym. So you can kind of like be like, oh, is she looking at me now? Bam, caught you. Caught you, lady. You know? But yeah, I can't remember the bigger point I was going to make here. But but yeah, I fucking worked out today. Had a little, uh, but it's been a fun weekend. I went and did a, I've been doing shows and I went and did this uh, outdoor show in a park. And I got to say, I'm real uh, hit or miss on these fucking park shows. Because they're all like, basically you go into Central Park or like, you know, some fucking park in Brooklyn and you're doing a show. It's like 4 p.m. because they need to do this stuff before like the sun goes down and it gets cold now. So you start the show at like 4 p.m. now, you know, and it's like all these like families and couples and everybody's happy and the sun is out and you're outside and there's like 30 million people around you. There's kids running around. I literally was like doing a set the other day. There was like five kids standing an inch behind me and I'm up there like screaming about like race and like fucking you know, voting and, and politics and all this shit. Be like talking about depression, all this stuff. These kids are like an inch away from me. And I remember I like I had like a I had like a fun little set and I it was like, I don't know, fucking seven people at this show. And I start walking to like the tree where the comics are at. Usually it's a green room, but I start walking to the fucking tree, you know? And as I'm walking, one of these like little girls, she must have been like seven years old. She's like, excuse me. And I was like, yeah. And I was like shy. So I was like, oh, she's this like seven-year-old is gonna be like, you fucking suck. But she was like, that was really good. And I thought that was so adorable. That's good. That kid's gonna fucking go somewhere, you know? That's the that's the right energy to have. Um all the other kids are like flicking me off. No, but these fuck I did an outdoor show the other day, and god damn it, outdoor comedy fucking sucks. At first, like when when all this started, I was having fun with it. But I fucking hate it now. I'm glad to be doing the shows. I'm glad to be working on the material. But it's just like outside 4 p.m. in a park is just not the right context for stand-up. For like certain bits work. A lot of comics have stuff like, hey, you know, 
my girlfriend this i'm that and it's all like kind of pleasant and it works and it's it you know it fits the occasion it's not like splitting it's not divisive but i had a set the other day like the first like five you know you're doing like 10 minutes the first five minutes i'm like killing i'm like fucking slamming it you know i'm hitting these guys over the head you're ha- i'm having one of those sets where i'm like oh i'm having so much fun because this is going so fucking well this joke is really coming along at it this, like you're just having a blast everything's hitting and then i'm like all right let's do the material on race so i throw out the first joke gets nothing dead silence i'm like you know but i keep i keep i keep trying to sell it it's getting nothing then I'm like, fuck, okay, let me pivot. Typically, like, you hit a topic, the, the joke doesn't land, you start to pivot to a new topic, right? None of it was coming. In my head, all I could think about was the other race jokes that I've written, and they're all, like, they all get deeper and, like, more fucking, you know, they all become less sensitive as they get deep. So, I got a, you know, I got like another fucking f- five minutes to go. So I'm like, all right, throw out the next race joke. I'm thinking, I was like, maybe I'll get him with this one. I mean, this one got e- even more silence, like nothing, fucking nothing. And all of a sudden you start seeing holes in the jokes. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, that does need a new ending. And then and I, now I'm like, I get the light, which means like, all right, let's wrap it up. Like we're going to the next comic. You know, you did, you did your time, but I'm being like stubborn now. I'm like, oh, I can't, can't walk off on that bomb, you know? And I and then I did my fucking joke about a magician saying the n word, and I was like, all right, this will, you know this is this will get him back. And it was just like so brutal. It was fucking death up there. It was just so quiet. And I went from like killing so hard and thinking like, man, I'm the fucking best, to then like just falling off so goddamn hard. And uh, I, I said to the crowd, I was like, oh, this was half my fault. And then I just walked off. Uh, you know, they clapped all this shit. They're very nice crowd, very nice people. But it's just like. When you're in the club, you know, when you're in the fucking club, it's dark, it's nighttime. You could talk about these kinds of things. It's intimate. People are like, you know what I mean? You can get people to laugh at that shit. If it's fucking 4 p.m. in the park and so, there's some kids slamming a pinata an inch behind you, it doesn't come off the same. You know what I mean? But God damn it. I miss fucking doing comedy inside in the clubs. Um, but yeah, so. And it, it, there was, like, I think there was like a fucking like protest, like a Black Lives Matter protest, like, you know, fucking a hundred feet away. Like that's, <laughs> that's like out, that's the state of comedy now. It's so funny though. I'm seeing like the, I feel like the last protest I'm seeing and you know, you know me, I, I got no problem with Black Lives Matter. Do you think, I think uh, you guys are bringing awareness to a, a, a key issue. However, I'm noticing a lot of the ones that I'm seeing, it's like all fucking white people. And I don't know about you, but that makes me feel real goddamn weird. You know what I mean? It's just all these like young white people, they're like 18, 19. I don't like no people of color, no black folks, no, you know, not even a Mexican in the crowd. And it's just like all these like white Brooklyn kids just fucking yelling signs at you. You know what I mean? And I'm just looking at this protest like this thing needs some fucking diversity, man. This Black Lives Matter protest, you guys need to add some flavor to this thing. I mean, fucking get an HR department. What's going on here? You know what I mean? I don't want to hear all white people yell at me about race. I want to hear it from the source. I want to hear who's actually being victimized, who's actually going fucking through it. You know what I mean? But yeah. Um, But that's the fucking joke. That was one of the jokes in that set. And I got, let me tell you, that one got nothing. I think it's very funny, the idea of you looking at a protest, and you're like, man, this thing really needs some diversity. <laughs> you know what I mean? But whatever, the joke needs fucking work. Um, but yeah, I finally got around to having a housewarming party here at the new place. As you know, I moved to the Upper East Side. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I got Lululemon pants, doing my fucking, you know, my exercises. I went and got a bagel the other day with cream cheese, scallion, smoked salmon, and onion, the way it fucking should be, little tomato. You know? I'm living it up. I'm fucking living it up. I love the new neighborhood, but I finally had a housewarming party. All the whole gang came through, all the friends, you know, Ryan Long, Corinne, Danny, all the the whole comedy crew. Everybody was here. It was a fucking awesome time. It was a great time. It was like it went from eight thirty PM to I think about three thirty AM, maybe four. And, you know, first you, you watch the party assemble. Who's talking to who? We got a rooftop, went hung out up there, watched the boxing match, all this, you know, everybody was doing their thing. 
And by like, you know, two in the morning, it was like a full-fledged fucking dance party down here. I mean, like everybody was dancing, great music was playing. I was like fucking hammered. Everybody was hammered. Because if you come to a party of mine, I make sure as the host, if you're drinking, if you're a drinker, you're going to fucking drink. Okay? I make sure. I, while dancing, while fucking doing my thing, you know what I mean? I'm going to be walking around. I might even feel your can. And I'm I'm not talking about your titty, ladies. I'm saying I might you're holding a, a a white claw. I might touch the base of it, see if I can shake it, see how much is left. I'll run over there. I'll get you a new one. I'll fucking get you a new one, seamless. Before you even realize what happened, you got a full claw. And I'll you know what I mean. I fucking I'm like the best. I'm the best party bartender ever. I mean I'm pouring fucking shots for everybody. I'm like a waitress. If you're throwing a fucking party, you gotta like you gotta be a fucking waitress. You gotta do it. You gotta host. Make sure everybody's happy. Keep the music going. Keep it bumping. You know, throw the and I also threw the if you have a TV, throw the fucking Sopranos on. Just the subtitles have the music blasting of like you know other shit like the party music, but just throw on like the Sopranos silence subtitles. It, people love it. People fucking love it. So I was doing that bartending. We had a goddamn great time. Everybody got out by like three thirty. You know what I mean? It was a great time. Hung out with with my lady after, so it was fucking, it was nice. It's fun when you're, like, dating somebody, and then, like, you throw a party or something, and the party ends, and then you guys, like, lay in bed, and you're like, all right, what'd you see? <laughs> you know what I mean? What what stuff did you see? I didn't, what, you know, who, who you know, you start to, like, gossip. That was, like, I used to be so jealous that, like, whenever my parents would throw a party, um... At like four in the morning, I would hear them like gossiping, like, oh, did you see what, you know, Mike said to Laura? And I'd be like, that seems like fun. That seems like good hearted fun. But it was a fun time. And one thing that I was very proud of, your party should turn into a fucking dance party, dude. It should. It just fucking should. If you're throwing a party, you want people dancing in your living room. Okay. And I know what you're thinking. Love, you live in a studio apartment. It's all a living room. Listen, there's plenty of space here. Okay, but it's just fun, I, you know. And I just love to get people moving, get people dancing. We're playing all kinds of fucking music, throwing a little Spanish music that bumps for you know for a little flavor. Mix it up, mix it up. But I just love it because here's one thing I love: if people are gonna dance at your house, it shows two things. One, they're comfortable. Okay, that means you did a good job as the host. Two, they probably had a few drinks, which you know means you also did a fucking good job as a host. It kind of checks off all the boxes. So, yeah. And it's also just nice, just nice to see people, like, lose their insecurity and all that shit and just, like, let go and have a good time. You throw the phone around, let people pick their songs. What a, I, should throw a, I should throw a party every month, honestly. I don't know why I wouldn't. Like, why not? It's just fun. It's just not... I love having people over. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing this gal... Yeah, you guys know it's been you know it's been a while. Um, I realized today she's like too reasonable. You know what I mean? She's like too balanced of a person. Like she's like too solid. <laughs> and the only reason that's a problem is because I realized like if she cheated or something, I wouldn't even be able to have like that big movie moment of like, you, what? You fucking you cheated on me? You cheated on me? After everything I do for you, after all I did, you cheated on me? I wouldn't get to have that moment, you know? It would be like, it'd be like, you cheated on me? Well, I mean, I yeah, I guess you work hard. You're self-sustaining. I get it. I understand. Like, I wouldn't be able to have that fucking blowout. I'm like, uh, it's weird being in a relationship where you're not fucking arguing. Um... That's what I'm used to, so it is nice. I think I think that's I think that's the way it should be. Um, but yeah, let's fucking let's dive into these uh, let's dive into these Instagram questions, folks. As always, the Love First Show at gmail.com. Take a screenshot, post the podcast online, throw it on your Insta story, on your Twitter, tweet at your boy. Let's get this fucking engagement up, y'all. Y'all been sending in way more emails. Seems like uh, seems like things are on the up. So let's fucking let's keep it moving, guys. Um, join the subscribe on the YouTube. Do all that shit. Let's get into this email. This one is called. 
hanging. I know some of you wrote in that they're on the Patreon. I'm going to hit those this Friday. So probably going to be a guest episode this Friday. I'll go through your emails with a guest. Um, I, I like to try to keep the Patreon emails there so I can, you know, talk to you a little more privately. Um, let's do this one. Hanging out with your friends' friends. It's from a favorite. Oh, hi, it's me again. Uh, I went up this past summer to visit one of my friends from college and ended up getting along with everyone there. She lives in a small town, so she, so everyone knows everyone. My friends ended up moving, but a couple of her friends have messaged me, inviting me back up to hang out. And now the one is leaving for a year and wants me to come up and see her before she leaves. When I mentioned it to my friend that they asked me to come back up, she complained, saying that she always does this, trying to become friends with her friends, and for me to tell her to go away, LOL. Her and two people who messaged me aren't really friends. I'm honestly not sure if it's wrong of me to go up and visit them if my friend doesn't come, and I'm not sure how I bring it up to her. I'd obviously like to go up, but I'm not sure if that would make me a bad friend. How would you approach this situation? Also, good job on staying consistent with the gym so far. Thank you. Um, thanks for writing in. This is interesting. So basically, you met some you met some people. One of them wants to, you know, invites you to come hang more. And then your friend that brought you is like, oh, she fucking always does this, right? Well, here's the thing. She probably does always do this, and it's probably not for a malicious reason. She's probably, like, trying to expand her fucking friend circle and, you know, likes hanging out with people, all that kind of shit. Um, but I do think that's kind of a weird thing if she's like, she always does this, which means this is, like, a point of contention with them. I would say if... I would say the type of person that would say to you, she always does this, just ignore her, she will be upset with you if you go up and hang out with her friend she absolutely will and she's gonna feel like in some way you betrayed her and that's not your friend you know people have their lines about that kind of stuff it's like i know you know guys who don't want their girlfriend to become friends with their friends because then you know they're hanging like they want there to be kind of a separation between certain people and other friends you know everybody's got their shit whatever so you you just should know that you're gonna piss off your friend by doing this now the question is do you give a shit if this, you know, if these people live in a town where you're not going to be seeing them a lot and et cetera, and they're not, you might not become like real friends for that reason. Probably not worth it. If these people are way better than your friend and you want to just make that sacrifice, you can do that. Somebody was just telling me this weekend. They were like, yeah, like my friend told me you got to decide between her and me who you want to be friends with. And she's like, all right, I pick her. She's fucking great. You kind of suck. And you can make that choice. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's up to you. It's like, do you think it's worth it if you were going to lose this person or hurt your friendship with this person because you want to go hang out with these other people? Is that okay with you? Ideally, you don't have to make a choice where that's one of the outcomes, but that's what it is. So it's really up to you in terms of, do I want to go through that? Do I want to put this friendship at a, at a, at a level of risk or do I not? And then you got to decide. And I think it's different every time, that question, depending on what it is. Um, this next email, Patreon member under a different name. This is just a follow-up. This girl said, thanks for answering my email. This, which one was this? This was about, uh, I met a guy on Bumble. This is about a guy who like, she was, who seemed into her. She was on like Bumble friends. And, uh, he was like, please don't, he was like, please don't ghost me. And she's like, all right, I need to ghost this guy. She's like, how should I do it? So we answered that email. I think that might have been on the Patreon episode on Friday. Um, it was a hot episode. I talked about this lady who screamed at me the other day. Fuck, got into a real fight. Um, but yeah, so she just sent a follow-up. She goes, thanks for answering my email. That was really exciting, and I sent it to all my friends. Hey, there you go. I even sent it to my therapist, and she thought you were spot on in your assessment. Would you fucking get a load of that, people? Huh? I sent it to my therapist. She thought you were spot on in your assessment. And people have had the audacity. Another word. I didn't go to college. The audacity to say I give bad advice. If you're holding a beverage, take a fucking sip right now. Just an appreciation. Therapists are out here agreeing with me. God damn. 
She goes, still probably shouldn't have let him get me a foot rub after he told me about his foot fetish. What are you doing? Are you are you wild? You are a fucking wild goose. Holy hell. You're like, because I, I, I remember she was like, I got it. I'm in a relationship. Oh, but I think you said it was a, like in a weird period at the time. But you left that out in the I think you left that out in the first fucking email. I think I would have remembered that. You want to be friends. You don't fucking throw the feet out there. You know what's going on? Um, but the therapist said, just listen to, I love the idea that a therapist is listening to this stupid fucking podcast where I'm like talking about fucking, you know, tits and the more, and the, the human condition. Um, oh, I remember the point I forgot earlier. It was about tits. Actually. It was about, uh, how fucking great is that? No, but I, I was thinking, I was like, with men, part of the curse of being a guy is you never get tired of looking at beautiful women. Like, you always want to see new tits, you know? You're never going to turn it down. There's never comes a day in, a, like, a guy's life, you know, gay or straight. Like, a straight guy's never going to be like, all right, yeah, I've seen enough tits. Please don't show me your tits. No, put, don't do it. Put those away. You know, gay guys aren't going to be like, yeah, I've seen enough dicks. It's still exciting, you know? That's how our brain is. We love new. With You ask any woman... Before you even ask, they'll be like, yeah, I've seen enough dicks. I've definitely, yeah. I've and then you're like, I didn't even ask you that yet. They're like, no, I've seen enough. Okay. It's like, <laughs> it's a fundamental difference, I think, in us. But anyways, this uh, therapist says he's probably right. The guy's used to being ghosted and probably for the exact reason you're thinking about. Trust your gut. Just listen to it. I'd, uh, I'd say I pretty much agree with his point of view. Best line, have a healthy distrust in the opposite relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's sometimes I'm fucking good, you know. So when you're good, you're good. When you got it, you fucking got it. Okay. Um, let's do this last email because my throat's getting dry. All right. I feel like beer is not good for your throat, but whatever. This one's called "My Pussy Is Like Mac and Cheese," only on the side. Let's dive in, folks. Get that, get that fork ready. I almost said spoon. If you eat mac and cheese, you got to go fork. Yes, it's me emailing you once more. Um, I feel annoyed with my frequency of contacting you. I'm sorry for that. You're on the. You're a fucking Patreon member, bro. Email however fucking often you want. Do your thing. Um, last time I emailed you, I was lamenting about the lack of guys wanting to fuck me. Uh, well, that's still an issue, but one thing I didn't mention in the last email is that the few guys that do want to fuck me, also, I don't know why, like, this is just like a self-confidence thing. You shouldn't think that there aren't a lot of people that want to fuck you. We already went over this. You seem like a cool person. You're an attractive chick. Um, stop thinking, stop trying to count how many people out there want to fuck you. It doesn't matter, you know? Um, but the, the guys that do want to fuck me are always in fucking relationships and it drives me fucking insane. I had an emotional affair with a married guy. We never did anything physical for a year and a half. Yeah, that seems like a waste of your time. Um, the guy I've been kind of fucking had a girlfriend when we first hooked up, and I suspect he still does now, too, despite claiming otherwise. Um, there are various other situations, but I just don't... I But just know that literally every single guy that comes on to me in the past couple of years that wasn't some random old creep has been in a relationship. I started a new job two weeks ago, which, by the way... It's I'm, it's all purely coincidental. There's no kind. Of, I don't think any kind of person can give off a specific vibe. You know, it's just there's probably a lot of dudes around you in relationships that can like matter just even based on the city you're in. You know what I mean? Um, certain cities like more people are single, more people aren't. Um, so it's just it's purely coincidental. Let's see. I started a new job two weeks ago. Hit it off with a manager who was leaving to another location. I instantly wanted to fuck him, and I felt like he wanted me to. It's rare that it's sometimes, but I can always tell when there's that sexual chemistry. Tonight, we had his going away party, and long story short, we ended up texting afterwards, which led to talking about hooking up. He tells me where he lives, and he's being dodgy about me coming over, but I just assume it's because he's a manager. Uh, let me give you a tip here, though, just in case. Don't try to... I would say if you're trying to just get some fucking side dick let them bring it up i think in general like kind of wait for the dude to bring it up like let him try to pursue you and invite you over you know what i mean 
That's what you want. Because something happens in the guy's brain when a chick's like, can I come over and fuck you right now? I think for some reason on like a, you know, maybe I'll grow out of it. But it almost like turns you off because it's like too easy. Um, but anyways, she goes to, he tells me where he lives. He's being dodgy. And I assume it's just because he's a manager. I tell him I'm a few minutes away. And then he confesses I can't come over because his girlfriend's about to come over. I'm in absolute shock and so fucking pissed. I seriously had no idea this guy had a girlfriend and assumed he was single, but I find this but I find this out and just feel so dumb. Like of course he'd have a girlfriend, otherwise he wouldn't be attracted to me. That's just dumb. That's just a dumb thing to say. Um I gotta call you out, you know? It has nothing to do with that. I feel like it's literally impossible for single guys to be into me because of my horrific track record. I swear to God I did not seek this out. I just don't understand why I continuously attract men in relationships. Um it's comical at this point, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, you're you're just very hard on yourself, and you gotta let go of that. And you're not putting out any kind of specific thing. Take a fucking breath, live your life, relax. You know what I mean? I understand the frustration, um, but people in relationships like to flirt, like they do. And I, I honestly think people should you, to not to you know it shouldn't be anything fucking crazy or over the line. But keep yourself a person that like. You know what I mean? It's still sexy. It knows how to fucking attract people. Like, that's only going to make your partner want you more, I think. You want to be with somebody who other people want, who, like, you know, they're desired by people. That's who you want to be with. You know, not that it's, like, a huge deal or that it matters so much, but you want other people to find your partner attractive. Like, it's some kind of thing in the back of the brain. You know what I mean? You don't want to be, like, dating a guy and just be like, wait, nobody... Nobody wants this dude. I'm the only fucking person that wants this dude. You know what I mean? So it's purely coincidental. There's probably a lot of people in relationships around you right now. And when other people in relationships, it just makes it seem like even more like, oh, I'm a fucking loser. Everybody else is dating. Like, no, it doesn't fucking matter. All right. You're not putting anything out there. And I promise you, if you just learn to relax and play this stuff cooler and wait, if you just focus on your own shit and you focus on you and you just wait, they'll show up. You know what I'm saying? That's all you got to fucking do. I promise. Because I've, you know, New Year's or the start of this year, I was like in that needy, desperate, I want to be in a relationship thing. And I just waited. And you fucking waited out. And I promise you things get better. That's when, that's when this kind of shit shows up. So we lo- I love all of you. Thanks for writing in. Let's, get, let's jump to these last minute Instagram questions really fast. Um, and then we'll we'll get the fuck out of here. We'll get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, let's pull these up. Um, okay, will you go on a date with me? No. Um, I don't even see. You. This is like a Finstagram. I guess like a picture of a. I don't even know what that's a picture of. So, and I don't. You know, I'm I'm like almost wifed up. And uh, what else we got here? All right, I've been dating this guy for two months now. Is it bad if I don't want to jump into a boyfriend-slash-girlfriend relationship soon? Um, No, not at all. The current girl I'm seeing, when I was two months in, I, like, did not give a fuck, you know? Once more time went on, you find you really start seeing how you feel about people. Two months ain't shit. It can feel like a lot when you're young or whatever, but it's not a fucking long time. I think a healthy relationship probably takes a fucking minute to start brewing and developing, you know, at least in my experience. So if it sounds like he wants to, he's like pressuring you, that's one thing. And you got to just sit him down and be like, hey, dude, like, that's just too early for me. I don't want this to change how we are in any way. Just please keep being you. Let's keep having the fun we're having and doing what we're doing. Uh, and letting this grow naturally. That's exactly what you should say. And if it's not, and they're not, that guy's not putting pressure on you, don't even fucking overthink it. Just let things come as they do. You're, it's The way you feel about somebody is going to change over time. So um, this one, best way to cancel plans for a weekend when he already bought your flights. That's a fucking tricky one. He already bought your flight. You want to cancel. This is going to be a big thing. This is going to be a fucking big thing. I think what you have to do. Uh, okay. If somebody was canceling the trip and it was a girl, I would expect like if I bought a flight for a chick, she canceled. I would expect 
she's going to tell me we canceled. I'm not going to take it amazingly. I'm going to be bummed out. And then we probably won't talk for a day. And then it'll be fine. Everything will be back to normal eventually if it's supposed to be. What you could do is you could offer to like pay for the ticket or you help get it refunded or whatever the fuck, you know, um, if that's, you know, and I get it. You, if you don't want to pay for that, you don't have to, especially like who knows why you want to cancel, et cetera. Um, but maybe offer to pay for half of it or some shit. I don't know. Those are options. If you want to go the fucking moral virtuous route, if you don't and you have to cancel something, you just have to cancel. Okay. Like it, it's it truly it's just fucking what it is. You got to just do it. So it's going to be uncomfortable no matter what. This is going to be the part of the flight that's got a little fucking turbulence. Okay, but you got to just fucking lean in. You got to lean in and cut that air. Um, just tell them be apologetic. I think that's important. Be apologetic. Be respectful. Um, if you can or want to offer to pay half the ticket, I think that's fair. Um, I think most guys would turn it down. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. It's gonna be it's gonna be shitty no matter what I think. You know, just canceling a thing like that. You could also, if you want to, you could lie, and go. You know, I'm gay now. Something I don't know. You could say somebody died. You could fucking. You could you know you could lie if you want, but I don't think you need to. I don't think you have to. I think you can be honest with people, folks. I think that's the whole goddamn point of the show. Be fucking honest with people. Be fucking real with people. Look them in the eye and fucking tell them, okay? Um, what do you do if your guy wants to move in together before you do? He's also older. You got to just be like, yo, I'm, fuck, I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Like, that's it. You got to just have that talk. Be like, and it's not a reflection on you. Doesn't make me love or care about you any less. I just, I just, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that right now. It just be like, you know, hopefully that day comes, but it's mentally, it's not there for me right now. And I just really hope that you don't take that personally and you don't take that as a rejection of you, you know, and know that I, I still care and I want things to be the way they are. You can, what are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like uh, hopefully that person is mature enough to know that if it's something that like there's someone's just not ready for yet, you can't do anything about that. Or it's like, if you're a guy and a girl's like rejects you or is like not into it, like what do you could do, get fucking angry. It's like, no, what? You, they're not feeling it. What the fuck? You know what I mean? It's not their fault. They're not feeling it yet. So you just, you know, you just take it on the chin and you keep, you keep on trucking. You keep things moving. That's all you can really fucking do. Um, it's from another fave. How do I avoid a girl I hooked up with from work who wants to be friends? That's <laughs> so funny. Why do you want to avoid her? She wants to be friends. I mean, I guess if you if you just don't want to be friends with her, you know, if you didn't find her pleasant or whatever, you could just have like a general like, yeah, hey, yeah, great. How you doing? Great. And then you just kind of go, oh, I got to go do this thing, you know? Just have a, I would say that's the easy way to play it. Just have like a polite, you know, polite level of disinterest. But you're a dude, so here's what's going to happen. This is what I know is going to happen. She's going to be like, hey, how are you? And you're going to go, I'm good, I'm good. You know, how you been? You all right? You have that little awkward back and forth, and then you're going to go away. You're going to keep doing your thing. And then like three days later, it's going to be like two in the morning. You're going to feel like you were being a dick. You're going to text her, and you're going to go, Hey, thinking about you. Hope you're all right. She's going to take it as you want more or you want to hook up again. Now you're in the loop. That's how men behave. Now you're in the fucking loop. So just be polite, I would say. I don't think you need to avoid. Um, maybe be, you're just because it's like a work thing and you don't want there to be, kind of be any kind of thing. You could also just text her and be like, hey, like, I'd, I'd take like that kind of privacy stuff really cool. I'd like to things keep things low key at at the job. That'd be another way to do it. Um, but I think the most important thing, if like you know, you hook up with a chick and you don't want to hook up with her again, um, I think honest, it's like a, you need to do like a polite distance of just like you give them just the minimum of I hope you're well, great, how are you, and you don't lead them on, and that's it. Um, and also like you know, it's shitty, but. You, you don't want to be friends with somebody. You don't want to be fucking friends with somebody. You shouldn't waste your energy. So 
but you know, I in general, I'm trying to be a much more polite, much more respectful, reasonable person to people. I'm trying to, you know, be that guy to kind of raise people's spirit a little bit. So I've been practicing that at my gym, actually. I walk in, I say what's up to the fucking employees. How you doing? How's your day going? You doing all right? Love your tits. No, I'm kidding. But you know, I try to fucking get a little banter going, cook it up. That's what I've been practicing. So, but you know, just polite, a polite distance, I would say. Um, and just so you know, all of all of my advice, everything I've ever said on the fucking show, everything I've ever said, has officially been approved by a therapist. So. There's no need to take what I say with a grain of salt. Let me just let me just say that much. And <laughs> uh, that's a fucking episode. We just clocked in at 50 on a solo episode, 50 minutes. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. I hope you enjoyed the pod. I hope you share it. I hope you go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, write a quick note, join the Patreon, grab a piece of merch. Camera got blurry here real quick. Just support the fucking show, you know? Do the right thing. And uh, we, fu- I fucking love you. Go subscribe on YouTube. You can watch the whole tipsy video. I'm pretty feeling pretty sober now, but got to finish this old awful Coors Light, and then, uh, you know, it's gonna be bedtime. But I love you guys. Enjoy your fucking week. Enjoy your Tuesday. Crush it this week. Write some goals down on paper and fucking nail them. That's what I'm doing. Um, and start cooking at home, people. You'll save a lot of money. But yeah, I fucking love you guys, man. Enjoy uh, enjoy the rest of your week, and I will see you guys on Friday. Most likely going to be a guest episode, and uh, if you're a part of the Patreon, get your questions in. And I love you all. Have a great week. Cheers. Hey, my dark darlings. Hopefully, you've been enjoying our latest videos. We're a small crew here at Something Scary, so we have to make sure that the work that goes into our episodes gets done in order and on schedule. So that's why I wanna tell you about our sponsor, Monday.com. Monday.com is an online teamwork platform that keeps your team connected from anywhere. I really enjoy the visual ease of using Monday.com. It helps banish the demons of confusing email chains or who's doing what and by when. It helps make sure everyone is aligned and on the same page. One of the things that I enjoy the most about Monday.com is that it's customizable. So it feels like it could fit any type of collaboration or industry. Build confidence within your team and reach every goal with ease. Visit Monday.com to start your free two-week trial.